Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host now, officially, I am your host, Blake Rafino. The overlay is not there. <laughs> but officially, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Child-free tonight. No Benjamin Rafino tonight. <laughs> Sipping on that yak. Tomorrow, I'll have my son Ben back. How about that? Ah, whiskey. Very, very good for you listening to us on the audio podcast platform. Some uh, Woodward Reserve tonight. Some Woodward Reserve. So it's really, really good having us a good time. Uh, Tigers tie the series one apiece against the Auburn Tigers. I got to admit, I'm pretty inspired by the Auburn first baseman. A big man with Krispy Kreme rolls out there leading the SEC and hitting. I got to tell you, I'm pretty inspired by a man that eats Krispy Kremes for breakfast, leading the SEC in batting average. Got to admit it. Growing up as a Husky individual myself, you'll love to see it. So we'll talk on some LSU baseball. Oh, oh, oh. Got some news. Got some news. Uh, got some LSU football news and some recruiting news. I'm going to tell you a little something about Arch Manning. Ooh. Going to tell you something about Eli Holstein. Going to tell you who LSU is expecting expecting to host this weekend. Hopefully, they're thinking that they might be able to get somebody else out the transfer portal. Not going to tell you who right now. But I will tell you the position. Well, I'll let you officially know tomorrow who that player is. But giving you an idea of what LSU is going to do uh, and the transfer portal and how they're going to fill the rest of these spaces, hashtag not Twitter. So we do have a big big night ahead of us. It is kind of late. I know. It is kind of late. But it is the AYS after dark. I haven't gone. I haven't done a show this late since LSU Kansas State. Mm, been a long time coming. We missed yesterday because uh, Charter Spectrum is Rudy Poo, and we couldn't do a show last night. Um, so we'll be putting the hashtag Ask Blake in there. And uh, Kim Mulkey wins AP Coach of the Year. Why it is bigger for Scott Woodward that she won the AP Coach of the Year versus uh, Kim Mulkey. We'll talk about all of that. But we let's get started. Let's get rolling. Uh, everybody do us a favor. Hit that like and hit that share. Share to some Facebook groups. If you're on Facebook, a lot of you on Facebook, get to those Facebook groups. We have not forgotten, at least we have not forgotten, we are still doing the $500 giveaway 
The way that you win is going by following us on Facebook, going to our YouTube channel. It's all up above. Hitting that subscribe button and notification bell and going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review. Rate, review, and subscribe there as well for your chance to win 500 Smackaroos. We got a ways to go to get to the 200 reviews, so after the show, go over there and get in, and rate and review on Apple Podcast. Are you serious, sports, for your chance to win? Guys, $500 is a lot of money. Our sponsors don't play around when it comes to giving the, the AYS people money. From now on, I want to be known as the People's LSU Insider. I will not be addressed as anything else on this April Fool's Day. I want to be known as the people's insider for LSU. I won't accept anything else. So when Zach, our producer, comes in here later today and he says, "Well, Blake, I think this he will be he will be put back down into the back into the back view if he does not advise me as the people's LSU insider on this April Fool's Day." But is it really an April Fool's joke? If we're always getting stuff for LSU, right? <laughs> All right, so let's get started. Let's pay some bills around this thing. Then we got a lot to talk about. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your updated odds, info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit, just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. Craig Schilling says that the Auburn first baseman has Krispy Kreme running through his veins. I've said that before. Um, about Coach Jason Kelly. A lot of people were calling him fat for being the pitching coach, and I kind of lost my mind. I don't care if you got Krispy Kreme running through your veins. If you can do what that man's doing, I don't give a damn. I legitimately don't give a damn. Stop that. But, yes, he probably does has Krispy Kreme uh, running through his veins. I'm all good for it. Donald Kelly Jr. on Facebook says, hashtag Ask Blake, let me find out that you're a Burby man. I am. He says, if you like Woodward, Woodford Reserve, you should try Russell's Reserve 10-year. It's a steal for under 40 bucks. Uh, Donald, where can I find that? Tell me where I can find that. I'll go buy it tomorrow, and I'll be drinking it tomorrow night. I'll be drinking it tomorrow night. Ray Powell says he's working the graveyard shift tonight, which I'm sure it's good for him because he can listen to some AYS. Steve Ryan says, hashtag Ask Blake is LSU basketball. Yes, I didn't put it in the description, uh, but we can talk about this. He says, is LSU b-ball basically starting from scratch? No scholarship players and 22 commits or decommitting. Yeah, let's talk about that, okay? And I'm not going to stay on it quickly because, guys, quite honestly, I, I, we should have all known that this was coming. We should have all known when Will Wade was hit with the five notice of allegations, LSU was hit with a notice of allegations, which we're anticipating – a postseason ban, um, we should have expected all of this. Now, Sharif O'Neal, which we got confirmed last Tuesday or Wednesday um, from Sharif, so reached out from from his camp. Um, Sharif is just putting his name into the transfer portal, but is not technically all is not going to technically leave LSU. He wants to just keep his options open, 
and he feels like it's the best thing for him to keep those options open because if LSU gets a dual-year postseason ban, he wants to be able to make a proper move if need be. He'll obviously get the um, the the waiver probably from the NCAA. But I, I, I'm not going to come out here tonight and talk more about Will Wade. Will Wade's a buffoon. Will Wade's a, you know, he look, you can't do the things that Will Wade did. This is what happens when you have someone incompetent that's running your team. I, I know a lot of people don't like me saying that Will Wade is incompetent. I know that LSU had a lot of wins. Guys, he was using a joint bank account with him and his wife to pay players. Stop. It's not only dumb, idiotic, it's naive and stupid. So I get that you don't have a lot of players right now. You got a lot of people decommitting. You get Justice Hill. You get your boy from Northwestern. Um, you you got another commit. LSU will be fine. They'll get guys out of the transfer portal. They will fill the team. I promise you. Or feel. I promise you this. LSU will have twelve guys, barring scholarship reductions. I'm not worried about them not tell, filling the team. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about Efton Reed leaving. What about all? And I keep hearing everybody say, "Well, Blake, what about the five stars? What about them? What did they do?" With all due respect, the last five star that you had that was that was worth a damn was Nas Reed. If we're just keep calling a spade a spade, Efton Reed being a five star and him not doing anything all season long means absolutely nothing to me. Go on the transfer portal, kid. I mean, good luck to you. But Will Wade is the reason that this is happening. Nobody else's fault to this. Now we can turn over, and I want to get to some baseball, um, but I'm not worried. I am not worried whatsoever about Will Wade, uh, about Matt McMahon and this base, uh, basketball team. I'm just not. Because there's nothing we can do to control it right now. Will Wade screwed up, and you need to get, you need to get with that program. The NCAA is not targeting Will Wade. They're hitting Memphis. They're hitting Kansas. They're not targeting him because, oh, Will Wade, oh, Little Red Riding Hood. Ooh. That, that's not what they're doing here. Then nobody else will be getting hit. Stop Stop listening to bullshit. Stop listening to naive, uh, uh, biased takes that don't mean worth a damn. Will Wade screwed you. Get over it. Will Wade cared more about Will Wade than he cared about LSU. The last time I checked, the people in this space, in this comment section, if you're watching this, you're more of a fan of LSU than Will Wade. Will Wade did not comply with LSU. He did not help Scott Woodward. He had to get told what to do and told by Scott Woodward to help them out. He still bitched, moaned, and complained the whole time. I don't care that they had some wins. I don't care when you had this going on. There's no amount of wins, none, no amount of wins that will make you uh, want to go through something like this. Nothing. Get over yourself. Take the purple and gold glasses off for a goddamn minute. I, 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 did you need, did you need to hear that? Take them off. Just the way that you took them off for Edwards, Ron, just the way you took them off for Paul Maneri, take them off for Will Wade. Craig Schilling says, come on, Blake, tuba players ain't walking through that PMAC door. (laughs) I hear you, Craig. I hear you. Uh, great baseball win tonight, though. Great, And look, to finish this off, by the way, I, I'm not going to continue to address Will Wade. I, I'm not going to continue to do it. If, you, if, you're, if your um, prerogative is to continue to talk about a man that's not here, that's on you. That's, that's on you. Then, take, then file your complaints to Scott Woodward. Because the funny thing about all of this, now I'm going to get to Scott Woodward here and later night, later tonight in the show. The funny thing about people not taking that complaint to Scott Woodward is they're scared. Let's call it what it is: scared little, scared little punks. Take that complaint to Scott Woodward, get on his ass, call for his firing if the Will Wade firing was 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 bad and worth a damn. Go after Scott Woodward. I quadruple dog dare you. Nobody, nobody's got the balls 
to do it. I dare you to do it. Talk about the reason nobody goes out and the media goes after Scott Woodward uh, is because not only do they not want to be cut out from access, but Kim Mulkey was just named the AP coach of the year. The first coach that he brought in here, by the way. And I'll tell you why that's bigger for Scott Woodward than it is Kim Mulkey later in the show. But stop the buffoonery. All right, let's get to this postgame. Fire in your comments. What did you think uh, about the game tonight? I thought LSU bounced back well. Guys, Kate Doty's hitting 373. 373. Went three for five tonight. Three, uh, three for five tonight. One run, one RBI. He did strike out twice in those two that he did not get the hits uh, in those five appearances. Trey Morgan still struggling. Uh, went 0 for 4. He's struggling a lot this year from home, which is kind of weird. Dylan Cruz hit, went going 2 for 3. Jacob Berry going 1 for 3. Got a lot of hits tonight. You got a lot of hits tonight. I personally, personally, I thought it was a very good outing. Um, I thought Mikel Hilliard had times of real greatness. I, I think that this is back-to-back weeks that Mikel Hilliard's gotten you something that you necessarily weren't expecting. Uh, shout out to Mikel Hilliard. If that, if the real Mikel Hilliard will please stand up throughout this SEC, then you're gonna you're gonna have nothing but great success from from this team. Blake Money, the teams on Friday nights or this in this case Thursday night, it's not gonna continue to go that way. The hitting's gonna get going on Friday nights, and Blake Money's gonna be fine. I said this in Twitter Spaces last night. I'll say it here. My good friend Benny Latino backed me up on this. Dodger Scout. Um, Blake money, Blake money's got to take a chill pill. I get that LSU gave up six runs in one inning. That's what lost them the game. I, I, I get it, but Blake money should have been pulled well before those six runs were scored. Gervais was in the bullpen warming up. That's Jay Johnson. That loss should go on Jay Johnson, but they bounce back tonight. Um, I think that Dutton will throw tomorrow and I think maybe you see Ty Floyd come out of the pen at some point. Uh, maybe you see Roselman again. Uh, Fontenot was warming up tonight. Maybe you see him. But you got some really good innings. I, I would love to see Gervais again. He struggled tonight, got pulled. I would love to see Gervais again. And what's so funny to me, too, is um, I don't know why they are pulling Gervais as quickly as they are. Like, dude, he's been the best guy of the pen. I, I really think that Jay gets a little uh, – a little, um, a little weary sometimes. Uh, Cole Harville on YouTube says that catch by Dugas. Hashtag SC top 10. Yeah, that was a hell of a catch. It's a hell of a catch. Gavin Dugas, man, he, he him, him and Bianco are going to give you everything they got. They're going to give you everything they got. And so I love players like that, man. I love the selfless guys that are going to go out there and do and just give it all on the line. That's why a guy like Gavin Dugas wears number eight, man. And... Uh, shout out to Gavin Duga. I had a big, had a good night tonight uh, as well. Father A Bear, our and then you know our, our priest of AYS. He says, "You see, Blake, Friday night is what scares me. I'm comfortable on Saturday and Sunday with our hitting, but right now I feel like we can't hit elite Friday night guys, and it doesn't uh, get easier here. Uh, a sweep means really hard. Uh, a sweep seems really hard right now. Talk me out of it." Um, Father Abraham, here's how I'll talk you out of it. It that I don't think that that lasts. I, you know, let me, Father Abraham, let me let me ask you this: If LSU doesn't have errors in the field and doesn't give six up six runs, Zach, give me a thumbs up. Well, that was in the seventh inning, right, or the fifth inning? Fifth inning. Okay, he's telling me it's the fifth inning. Um, so if they don't give up those six runs in the fifth in the fifth inning. You give up what two? You don't give up any runs. The score is what five nothing. Uh, I, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with it. I don't like it. I, I, you know, you could see the the frustration on Jay's face. Like one of them, he mouthed like, "How can we not effing field?" Like he was pissed off. And I kind of like seeing that from Jay a little bit. He's been a little quiet. You know, I, I would like to see Jay lose his shit a little bit. Kind of like tonight with Tony Vitello. Look, a lot of people didn't like Tony v, Tony V. A lot of people didn't like Tony V. Um, you know, I got writ from some very close friends about Tony Vitello. Hey, man, look what they're doing. 
Sometimes you got to, in today's day and age, you got to bring the energy. I like that Jay got after that ass. He put in Bianco, and that team started rallying back. Um, I like that Drew Bianco went up to Blake Money, and you could read his lips telling him to chill the F out. I like that. And Blake Money's a big dude, and he's a really feisty dude. I don't, Bianco's coming up to him. He's like, dude, chill the F out. Coach's son, give it to me. And I feel like Bianco can find his, you know, it's so crazy because Bianco gives you all the stuff that you don't see in the box score too. I like old Drew, man. I like old Drew. Um, Craig Schilling says, Blake Money is now training back to reliever status. He's good up until 60 pitches and then the wheels uh, completely fall off. Craig, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Um, I would just like to see what happens because he did get he did go to a hundred pitches. Uh, you know, I would just really love to see what happens with him when he doesn't have. I mean, they they labeled it as two errors, but let's just call a spade a spade. That uh, Trey Morgan diving for the base when when Jordan Thompson's on it. I, I mean, he did not have any help. Um, I, I get what you're saying. I would still I still want to see him a little bit more. Uh, Tony Williams, this is something that uh, Zach said in the in the chat or when we were pre, you know, what, you know, about to come on. Um, Razelman threw a pitch night, ninety eight miles an hour. Tony Williams says Razelman's throwing that, uh, throwing heat. He was that last, um, that last space. Uh, I mean, that last pitch um, when it was went out. I mean, he was he was throwing it. Chris English is always a good space with Benny. Yeah, Benny, you know. And Adam says, like Benny said last night, most of these pitchers are just fastballs. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to give a lot over to Benny. You know, again, have had 60-plus years of head coaching experience in my family. But regardless of that, I will digress to Benny, who's in it literally every single day. And I agree with him. Uh, Razelman tried to throw the curveball. Remember, um, before the second out, he tried to throw the curveball on the 2-2 count and came back with a fastball and struck old boy out. This team, not only can't they throw all-speed pitches, a lot of times it seems like they can't throw them consistently enough for strikes. You're not going to see that against Vandy. You're not going to see that against Tennessee. You're not going to see that against Ole Miss. You're not going to see that against Arkansas. You're not going to see that against Georgia if you face them. You're not going to see that uh, with other teams around the country. Um, You're not going to see that against Texas. You're not going to see that against Texas Tech. You're not going to see that against Mississippi State. So with all due respect, if you got a fastball, Look, man, those those teams chop, lick their chops for something like that. Hashtag uh, 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 Porky the Pig. I, I mean, look, they lick their chops like little uh, the wolf from Little Red Riding Hood, man. Huff and puff and blow the house down. He sees pork chops on the horizon, so you can't you can't do that and get away with it. You just can't do that and get away with it. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. I know that it's, this is AYS After Dark. Zach, our producer from the Tigers Avenue podcast, will be doing a Twitter Spaces, I'm assuming. Zach, give me a thumbs up if you're he, – he said he will. Um, he'll be doing one after the show, so we'll, we'll, we'll get everybody in here to, um, to speak. Stefan says, money just needs to give us a good five innings of work and let the bullpen take it from there. Uh, we can't ask more than that from him. Again, he got to 100 pitches. Again, if you get let me let me throw this hypothetical out there to you. If Blake Money gets out of that fifth inning when he was at 60 pitches, my my question would be, um, my question would be would be this: Does he get to the seventh inning? Does he get a six and a third, six and two thirds, and then you have to go in there and pull him? You damn right he does. You're damn right he does. Now he got hit around. I mean, look, the home run, I, I guys, I get it. But when you have that much frustration and you don't have a lot behind you, you try to overcompensate for things and you leave pitches up. And he got rocked for it. He got rocked for it. Uh, Brandon Reese says, hashtag ask Blake, who has impressed you so far during spring practice? All right, we can transition to some baseball because we, we'll do a post-game show tomorrow too, I, I believe, um, after the baseball game. So we, we have a lot of baseball that we'll talk about uh, for sure. Uh, Brandon Reese's hashtag ask Blake who is impressed so far during the spring. Let me let me do this, Brandon, um, and then we'll we'll talk about some spring. Then I want to talk about Kim Mulkey. Uh, but I do have some, I don't know if I want to call it breaking news, but I have some sources. 
So I have been advised, and I was advised about three weeks ago, um, but since it is more than likely 100% going to be going down this weekend, I need to share some recruiting news with you. Um, let me, before I get to LSU, I want to address some things about two quarterbacks in Louisiana. I, I got some stuff from Alabama, too. Um, this whole Arch Manning thing, Alabama's waiting for Arch Manning, guys, is a lie. It's just a stone cold lie. Um, I don't know which button it is, but let me let me try this. There we go. It's laughable. It's laughable. Alabama and Nick Saban's not going to be waiting for Arch Manning. I was, you know, Eli Holstein going there this weekend. I think that they're going to ask Arch Manning. They're going to call Arch and say, hey, brother, what are you doing? Are, are we in your top three? If we're not in your top three, if we're not in your top two, and you're not going to give a strong consideration, Bama's about to move on. Now, Ty Simpson, I, I mean, Alabama's not really worried about a lot of stuff, but Alabama's going to want a quarterback. I don't know this, but I'm playing a hunch. This is just a guessing game. Just as we see it right now on April Fool's Day. No April Fool's jokes. Um, I don't know if Eli Holstein's not going to commit to Alabama. Um, I, Alabama's just not going to play the the little the little ticky tack games with the Mannings. And when it com- when it comes down to it, I don't know if they believe if Arch is good enough to wait and risk something like that on. Now, I would ask you this. If Saban's not going to wait, why should you? Now, I'm not saying LSU's not going to try to continue to entertain Arch Manning. What I would tell you is if I would really love to know what would happen if his name was Arch Smith. But as I say, I hate hypotheticals, and I really, really do. His name isn't Arch Smith. His name is Arch Manning. And with that comes a lot of quarterback coaching, having two uncles that have won two or two Super Bowls uh, apiece, you know, Peyton and Eli, not Pete, well, yeah, Peace. So four total Super Bowls, grandfather played in the NFL. So I, I don't, I think that that weighs a lot differently than what anybody else will have. Um, so, so just a little Alabama news of two LSU or two Louisiana quarterbacks that I thought I'd pass on. But here is the news we're talking about. Um, I have been advised, and this was about three weeks ago, that LSU is not done at defensive back from the transfer portal. Um, I have it under good authority that LSU will be hosting one, possibly two, DBs that are in the transfer portal. Now, before you ask Blake, who, what's their name? What's their name? Want to see them get here? I put out a feeler right before the show just to confirm um, but LSU will be hosting a, a defensive back this week from the portal. This is what it tells me regardless of what happens. I, I would love if the kid committed. I would love if LSU got another defensive back. Um, this staff, this staff is evaluating, and they already know, I think that they're trying to make another move at DB. Uh, I don't know what that means for guys like Makai Garner, Jared Bernard Converse. I think that they feel that there's a depth issue at that position. Um, that I, they know that they have guys that can play the, the slot and guys that can play closer to the balls, uh, closer to the ball. But the more you get away from the ball and you play that boundary things and you get put on the Island, things get very difficult. With that being said, uh, LSU, I would not be surprised if they tried to not saying they are not saying they are, but I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to add another defensive back in that room. Does Coach Steeples believe that he needs another uh, another DB? Does Coach Cooks believe that he needs another DB? I think that they feel like they do. So you can never use enough, never have enough corners. You can never have enough safeties. As LSU legitimately started last season, fifteen different DBs. Now I don't know. I'm pretty sure that we were on the show, uh, or we've had a show since Pig Cage has gone in the transfer portal. Um, Guys, these guys are better than Pig Cage. One half against Kansas State is not going to tell me. Um that Pig Cage is ready to start 
or than he did enough to earn a scholarship. I, and I think that that's fair. That's an opinion. That's not trashing Pitt Cage. He's a good player. He's going to go somewhere, and he's going to um, be a good player. So that that has nothing to do with him. That has nothing to do with him. Um, Cameron Bra- uh, Bernado. Sorry, Cameron, if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong. Give me a thumbs up, Cameron, if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope that I am. But he says, any news about the tight end from A&M? I haven't heard uh, much as of right now. Uh, Garen Acosta says, trust this staff when it comes to evaluating talent. I do too. And again, I'm going to say this on rinse and repeat. You know, um, by the way, every time I hear rinse and repeat, I remember about my one of my college roommates. Um, guy that played football with us. Um, I got to tell you the story. Um, so... Back in 2009, uh, we had a football player that lived with us that loved, um, how do I want to say this? Marijuana. Okay. Um, He was doing the edibles before edibles was cool. Um, Brando. Cameron Brando. Okay, my bad, Brando. Um, Brando. I saw the A. I saw the A threw me off, you know. But sorry about that, Cameron. Cameron Brando. Um, so very quickly, uh, every time I hear rinse and repeat, um, he got a little stoned one night. <laughs> and uh, so he goes and takes a shower. And we did have, you know, some of the guys that, you know, we had a massive apartment. Massive, like... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five bedroom apartment and a huge loft upstairs that had like two bunk beds on it. My big ass slept on the bottom, by the way, on one of those bunk beds. Um, so a lot of football players that stayed in one dorm or one big apartment. And um, so he ate some edibles. And since this is past, you know, uh, <laughs> way past NCAA violations and rules and, and, and compliance, um, he was in the shower and he started singing. Well, he was in there for about an hour and we finally yelled at him like, bro, get out the shower. So he gets out. He finally gets out the shower and he goes, well, man, I, I, I didn't know what to do. We're like, what? He goes, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm using some of this Tresemme that, you know, one of the girlfriends had left and um, it says rinse and repeat. So how do I know when to stop? <laughs> Oh, God. Rinse and repeat. How do I know when to stop? Boy, boy. Skipper Tally says, when is Jay Ward hitting? Hitting what? The portal? I don't think he's hitting the portal. I I don't believe he will. Cole says on YouTube, hashtag Ask Blake, are you hearing anything about the DB and two quarterbacks out of Shreveport? No, not really. Um, No, not really. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that cam giving us some laughing face emojis. And so is Ryan, but it's just true, bro. It's just true. He didn't know, you know, it said rinse and repeat. He doesn't, uh, he didn't know when to end. Um, look, I, I think LSU, their main two targets and focuses right now are going to be, uh, uh, DB specifically a boundary corner tight end. And I think that they'll. I, I, I think that they will hold. Um, I think that they'll hold another scholarship for a quarterback. I know that last time I got blitzed on that. I had a lot of you in here sending me very mean DMs, very uh, uh, cr- you know, very mean things in the comments, and I'm okay with that. I'm just telling you, if if more than one quarterback transfers, then what do you do if two of them do? And everybody says that I, I'm, I harp on this quarterback thing, but I think it's a realistic thing that can happen. You're not going to want to go in the season. You're not going to want to go in the season with only one, uh, two scholarship quarterbacks. So I think they'll, I, I think that they'll hold on to one. Uh oh, Father A Bear says hashtag Ask Blake. What's up with the tight end cup from A and M? 
Haven't heard much. I mean, look, he, he was injured for the last couple seasons, was a top 50 player and at tight end in 2019 when you had guys like Derek Stingley in 2019 that was out there. Uh, just couldn't stay healthy. I will tell you this. I, I will say this about Texas a and This is not go for cup. I'm hearing this from multiple people. I know a lot of people are very enamored and very starstruck by Texas A&M and what they're doing in recruiting when in reference to NIL and the money. I'm hearing people aren't getting paid. As Drewski would do, the big Drewski meme, who did it better? Somebody meme this. Somebody meme that. People, let me tell you something about people, and everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. Um, when people don't get their money, they start speaking. Just always remember that. All right, Zach, let's go to a very quick break. Let's hit our good friends over at Gramco and our good friends, my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm, but just want to talk about my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. 225-937-7220, 225-937-7220. Richie's coming out to our house and going to be starting the landscaping at the AYS studio very soon. You god dog right he is. 225-937-7220. Tell him good buddy Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, let's go to our good friends Graham Coe and Carol Foss, and we'll be right back. Talk some more LSU football and Kim Mulkey. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com. Right now, and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. I see a lot of people talking about Gramco. Uh, you dog right. Get the 20, guys, you got to get the 25 milligram gummies. Now, I will tell you, if you're um, if you're not um, a con a a, a <laughs> regular consumer of Delta Eight, um, use caution because you'll start having takes like some people in the LSU media. How how about that? They use Gramco with those crappy takes, and they go on air with it, but Gramco's not crappy. Uh, Zach had a good question that he put. He, he he referenced to me during the break. He says uh, he can't transfer to LSU anyways. Can he uh, cut off because the conference? Oh, basically, Zach was asking about the conference um, rules, and so did uh, Donald here. It looks like hashtag asked like the tight end for A and M is probably a no go because of the transfer rules. Well, it would depend, guys, because he's from 2019. Did he graduate in three years? Right, like, did he go in the in the fall, summer, and spring uh, at Texas A&M? Could he go through and graduate early? I, I don't know that. We'll see. Uh, Brandon Reese says, "How is Mike Jones looking at practice? He's looking very good. Got a starter's role 
Um, he's the one calling out all the defense. Uh, he's looking very good. Brandon's asked that question a couple times about players that look really good. Look, I'll just tell you this. I think Chris Hilton looks fantastic. Um, I think Brian Thomas Jr. looks fantastic. I think the entire defensive line looks fantastic. I, I think the biggest thing for me so far of guys that I was kind of looking to see and what to expect, um, I, I think Greg Brooks, Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché are exactly what you needed. I think guys like Kyron Lacey will work them ways in that maybe they'll get some reps and some playing time. Um, but let me tell you this. Greg, Book, Greg Brooks and Joe Frechet are all over the football constantly, causing turnovers, causing strips, causing uh, getting interceptions. Um, I, I got to give it up to uh, 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 Fouché and Brooks. They look very good so far. So if I had to say I'm surprised a little bit, I don't know if surprised is a good word, um, but I like it. And Brandon Reese, yeah, he says, how's Mike Jones been at practice? Uh, I thought he's looked very well. I thought he's looked very well. Uh, fire in your questions. Hashtag ask Blake. Uh, have anything you want to talk more about? Fire him in there. We'll do that at the end, and we'll take some questions. Garrett says, looking forward to John Emery having a breakout season. Look, uh, Mike Jones Jr., who? came on the show um, this past week, I think it was Wednesday, and said that John Emery, man, he's just a sh he's gained some muscle. He's a very shifty guy. Uh, he's looking very good. So I, I, I really like that. I, I really, really like to hear that. I uh, want to talk about Kim Mulkey right quick, and we're not going to stay too terribly long tonight. Look, it's past 11. Um, what a massive day for LSU a couple of days ago with Kim Mulkey winning the AP coach of the year, even though she didn't win the SEC coach of the year. Look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that she got snubbed for the SEC coach of the year. Look, Dawn Staley's about to probably win the the, the entire tournament. Okay. So I, it, gosh, I don't think I, it's hard for me to say Kim Mulkey got snubbed for a coach that just won a national title. Right. Like, can, can, can we have that debate? Like, can we just take the glasses off for a minute and say, hey, look, Dawn Staley is about to win a national title or she's going to be at least a runner-up. I don't think Kim got snubbed, but I do think Kim deserved it. And for where she brought LSU basketball from a season ago, from 9-13, and 13, to have an over-20 win, something that they had not done since, what, I think 2016, 2017, um, is, is, is huge. Um, I will say this. This is just my... I, these are my thoughts and opinions, and one's going to be pretty heartfelt. Um, sometimes in Louisiana, when you're not from a big city, if you're not from Baton Rouge, if you're not from New Orleans, if you're not from Shreveport, if you're not from Monroe, if you're not from Lafayette or Lake Charles, a lot of these smaller towns and parishes, a lot of the great athletes and a lot of the great people feel like that they're not seen. And there's nothing more... There's nothing more than um, having someone from your hometown that doesn't always get notably recognized, and then they go out there and they dominate. You know, <clears throat> even though I was upset that Devonta Smith won the Heisman and didn't do it at LSU, I'm still proud of someone from our area you know, father grew up, lived, hometown, Amy, Louisiana. I grew up in Franklinton with divorced parents. But I spent a lot of time of my life in Amy, Louisiana. Brothers, sisters, cousins graduating from Amy, Louisiana. Amy High School. Um, Kim Mulkey has done something for the city of Hammond and Tickfall that will never go undone. And the award, what she just won for that for this parish is massive. The, the buzz around Tangible Parish, which is probably the sixth largest parish in our state, fifth largest parish in our state, that's all they talk about. Kim Mulkey doing this. You know, you could hear um, my stepfather um, going to breakfast with his buddies, and the only thing that they're talking about is how Kim Mulkey used to kick everybody's ass in Little League Baseball, and she used to play with the boys. All you hear about is how dominant she was in all sports. And there's a sense of pride from the people of Tickfall. 
Sense of pride of the people from Tangible Parish. So shout out to Kim. Cheers to the great one, Kim Mulkey. Uh, thank you for all that you do. Um, however, with that being said, and, and to the, to the, um, I'm not saying it's not big for LSU. I'm not saying it's not big for Scott Woodward. I'm not saying it's not big for Kim Mulkey. It's huge from Kim Mulkey. But I gotta say this: it's bigger for it's bigger for or for Scott Woodward. Guys, let me explain. Uh, the first head coach of the Big Four, basketball, baseball, football, women's and men's basketball, of the Big Four, Kim Mulkey was the first hire he made at LSU. She's the AP Coach of the Year. Jay Johnson has a chance to win his second SEC series. He has a chance to do some good things here at LSU. Um, Brian Kelly, we'll, look, we'll be out there tomorrow, um, has a chance to do some really damn good things at LSU. Hell, if he wins a national title, be fantastic. But we're all, we've all wondered what this will look like for Scott Woodward coming in here, hiring, firing coaches. Well, the first hire, first, first coach he hired just won the AP coach of the year. And I think that that's massive. Kim Mulkey's had more people to go to the PMAC this season for attendance than they've had, what, in the last five seasons combined? <laughs> She's changed things now, y'all. She's changed things. She will continue to change things. And Kim said yesterday in her, pro in her press conference that none of this would be possible without Scott Woolward, and I think that you got a heartfelt reaction from a head coach at LSU. Now, you've heard Brian Kelly talk about alignment from Scott Woolward, William Tate IV, and uh, himself. But now you got Kim Mulkey saying, look, there's nothing. There's nothing that I can't go to Scott's office about and talk about and him not value my opinion. Here's something else that I want to mention. And, Zach, we're going to have to clip this. I'm going to clip this and post this tomorrow morning. Um, When Kim Mulkey was asked about who should be the next head basketball coach at LSU, she said that Mac McMahon was her first pick and first choice when Scott Woodward asked her. I wonder, I wonder, and now you have a press conference where Kim Mulkey says that you ha she has an AD that values everything she says in her opinion. I wonder if Scott Woodward went to Kim Mulkey, a three-time national title winner, and said, Kim, who's the best? who do you think is one of the best young coaches out here that could steer us out of this bullshit? This bullshit. If she said that her first choice was Matt McMahon, and she told Scott that, and he hired him, hit me with that Drewski meme. We're going to have to get a picture of Drewski. Zach. Doing this. You know, the, the, the iconic meme. Hit me with the Drewski meme. Scott does. Scott rarely misses. Now you can say Buzz William Jimbo Fisher, and yeah, yeah. But let me ask you this: Did Jimbo really? Did Did Scott really miss? Have you seen? You know, I, all I hear about football in the offseason right now is Texas A and M. That's all everybody wants to talk about. A and M this, A and M that. You know, let me let me get my Texas accent out for a minute. In the eyes of a ranger are upon you. When you're in Texas, you will see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Because that's where a ranger's going to be. Name that tune. Zach, you're probably too young. Zach, are you still with us? Name that tune. And the eyes of a ranger are upon you. When you're in Texas, you will see. When you're in Texas, they will find you. Because that's where Rangers going to be. I don't know, Zach. Do you know the, the theme song for who's let's bring up Zachy right quick. Don't look at the comments, Zach. Don't look at the comments. You looked at the comments. I saw what theme song. <laughs> What theme song is that from? Do I need to sing it for you again? 
Yes, sing it for me again. And the eyes of a ranger are upon you. When Ooh, you're in Texas, so. you will see. When you're in Texas, they will find you. Because that's where Rangers oh, I think I, I think I be. Name I, that I theme song. Because I think we used to watch. Is it, is it Walker, Texas Ranger? There you go. The 21-year-old intern strikes. How about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 21. I'm <laughs> All right, Zach, before we get out of I'm here. I already look young for my age. Before we get out of here, hopefully your internet doesn't freeze. Um, what, what were your thoughts about tonight? Um, what were your thoughts about tonight? I, I didn't give a big, massive spring update. I think I gave some good sourcing that will suffice. We'll be out there tomorrow to give more, um, some more input. But what was your thoughts on the night of the baseball game? And then we'll get out of here. Well, for the baseball game, uh, you know, I mentioned this to you early on whenever we were talking before the show. Whenever Mikael Hilliard is landing both of his pitches, you know, he's really hard to beat. Uh, when he's not landing both of his pitches, you know, hitters can sit fastball and they can rake on him. But tonight he was he was hitting his locations. Uh, he had seven Ks on the night, so really impressed with Mikael Hilliard. And now you just got to hope that you can get it done tomorrow. With I'm, I'm assuming Sam Dutton's going to br- come out tomorrow like they did last weekend. Hashtag Yellowstone. Hashtag Yellowstone. Dutton's on the bump. Dutton's on the hill. Dutton's on the book. Give him the ball. Let him rake. Let him go after that ass, Zach. (laughs) No pauses. There's no pauses in this, Zach. Dutton's going to shove it up their ass. (laughs) It's AYS after dark. We're going to shove that, you know, funny story, Zach, and then we'll get out of here. Um, My head coach in baseball was none other than Jeff Tajon. My uncle, I must admit. Um... We played a very bad team. We were a very good team. Okay. Won well over 100 games in four years. High school, that's massive. But we faced a pitcher that was throwing maybe 55 60, and he put it on us, boy. We couldn't hit that slow pitching. Very bad. Okay. So after the game, we lost. Or actually, I think we won. We won like three to two. We played like shit. And my uncle, loving to death, most beautiful human being on the face of the planet. But we go over there, and we're, he was like, you know, we're kind of like laughing and joking. He's like, what are y'all laughing at? What in the hell are you laughing at? It's not funny. It is not funny. 55 mile an hour just shoved it up your ass, and you liked it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. He's after us. The last, the, we didn't lose another game until we got into the playoffs. So, look, I hope that Dutton goes out there That's tomorrow. Good coaching. That's good coaching. That's good coaching. That's why he's a Hall of Famer. I hope Dutton goes out tomorrow, there tomorrow, and shoves it up their rear end. Shove it, Zach. All right. We need it. We need it. Because Auburn is a team that LSU should be. All right. Now, Zach's going to be doing a post-game, a post-AYS-AYS after dark. be Tigers Avenue after dark Twitter spaces. We'll see you on there. We'll start now. We'll see you guys tomorrow, too, for the post-game. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.